Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome into the Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. Henry Lake, Christopher Tubbs, until 9 p.m. tonight. And I appreciate everybody out there listening. My energy, a little off tonight, got to admit. I went and pulled the uh, the Travis Kelsey. I'm Mr. Pfizer now. Went and got my shots. So I'm all boosted up and all of that good stuff. Uh, but we got plenty of things to talk to and a couple of different people to talk to tonight. Um, as you guys know, for the last few weeks or whatever, or last month, um, re- realistically, since the start of the show, we talk about everything, okay? We talk about everything, not just in the world of sports, uh, but outside of the world of sports. And we will do more of that. But tonight, um, we will have a little bit of a more of an emphasis on some of the sports items taking place because there's a lot of things uh, happening um, locally with the sports teams, okay? Um, the news with the Minnesota Twins, Dick Bremer. Uh, we'll get to that here a little bit later. Uh, but right off the top, the news of the day, the Minnesota Vikings actually trading and making a move for quarterback after the Kirk Cousins injury. And I know that I'm going to come across as an absolute 100% hater. And I'm not. I'm a Vikings fan, but I'm a realist. Minnesota Vikings fans today, have blown today's news and the move by the organization way out of proportion. I have been listening to the radio. I have been looking at stuff on social media. And Minnesota Vikings fans, I don't want to say they've crowned this move, but they think that this move is a move that is going to uh, continue to give them an opportunity to win. I heard you over there texting away, just texting away. Got to put it on silent here. They think that this team is in a situation where they're going to continue to move forward and possibly get into the playoffs just based on Josh Dobbs being the new quarterback. And that's that's not true. If you are a Vikings fan and you believe that Joshua Dobbs is going to not be Kirk Cousins, because we all know he's not Kirk Cousins. If you think that he is going to be a guy that is going to be able to make sure that you don't lose games while he's your starting quarterback, that's not possible. You need the quarterback to win you games in this scenario. And let me explain. The Minnesota Vikings all season long have had problems running the football. I thought early on 
a lot of it was on the offensive line. The offensive line has gotten better. Alexander Madison, wildly inconsistent. They bring in Cam Akers. He's shown you that he's got a little bit of juice. But all in all, the running game hasn't been very effective. You take that with the fact that you still have Justin Jefferson out, best wide receiver in the league. There's going to be a downgrade with your offense the rest of the way because your starting quarterback, who's having one of his better seasons, is not there. So then what do you need to happen? You need the defense to play lights out. Do I think that the the Minnesota Vikings defensively is going to take that next step? I think what we've seen out of the Minnesota Vikings defense here the last three weeks, I think that's about as good as it gets, quite honestly. The way that they played against the San Francisco 49ers, that's as, that's as good as you're going to find. Now, I guess the one thing that you fans out there may say to me is, well, Lake, hold on. While you're ripping this team and tearing it down, and I'm not ripping them, I'm just not as optimistic as you guys are. The one thing that you'll say is, well, the schedule lightens up. And you know what? I will give you that. The Falcons ain't all that. The Saints, they've they've underachieved this year. Well, the Broncos, they just beat the Chiefs. So you never know what you're going to get with, uh, let's ride, Russell Wilson. And then you play the Bears again at U.S. Bank Stadium. For this team to move forward and stay in contention, because as it stands right now, if, if, if the season was over today, Chris, I think that the Minnesota Vikings are the seventh seed. Yes, I believe they are. I saw that earlier today. So, yep. so, so the Vikings would still, they would be in the postseason. But do I think that they're going to be able to, to downgrade from Kirk Cousins to Joshua Dobbs and stay in the postseason chase? No. I just don't, I don't see it. So I'm, I was a little bit surprised they made the move. And if they hadn't have done anything, I wouldn't have, I would have been mad. Let's see what Jaron Hall is. And this is another reason why, and this is, I think, the main reason why I'm more skeptical than others. I believe I know what Joshua Dobbs is. And to me, Joshua Dobbs is just a guy. Some people think that there's a lot that we haven't seen from him, that there's a lot of talent that's, let's take a look under the hood. I don't view him like that. Mike Tomlin had him in Pittsburgh. And we know that the the Pittsburgh Steelers have struggled with their quarterback play ever since Ben Roethlisberger, you know, started getting nicked up and injured. He needed replacements and all that. If Mike Tomlin thought that there was actually something there, they would not have moved on from Joshua Dobbs. No, Joshua Dobbs, I, I think because he was anointed the starter in Arizona – Arizona, we thought coming in, was going to be an awful team. And they've been more competitive than I think what a lot of us would have realized. And they beat the Dallas Cowboys for their only win. And that was because of Josh. Thank you for just – what did you just say? For their what? Their only win. Their only win. Their only win. Hold on. We're crowning Joshua Dodds. He's got one win on the year. One? Yeah. I I think we we look at this and – 
I think with Jaron Hall, I think best case scenario, Vikings fans are thinking, okay, we've got the next Brock Purdy. I think with this, Henry, that this kind of gives me the maybe this is Geno Smith sort of vibe. And the reason that I say that is you've got this guy who had a lot of success in college and then goes to the NFL. It doesn't work for the first few teams. And then he finds a system and all of a sudden Geno Smith has become Pete Carroll's guy. But hold on. Anybody out there that's comparing Joshua Dobbs to Geno Smith Mm -hmm. has lost their mind. They're not even in the same league. Geno Smith coming out of West Virginia and Joshua Dobbs coming out of uh, of, uh, Tennessee. Two drastically different situations. Geno Smith was the prototype NFL type guy. Joshua Dobbs coming out of Tennessee was a developmental guy. So anybody who wants to look and say, well, well, maybe we could. No, you're looking. And all, all we're talking about is if you're thinking of it through that lens is trying to resurrect something. And to yeah. me, I don't think that there's anything to resurrect with Joshua Dobbs. I think he could be a guy that, yeah, maybe he could start for a few games. But in terms of when we say the word starting quarterback in the National Football League, I tend to think about a guy that is a starter for an entire season. Do I think that Joshua Dobbs is that? Absolutely not. It's funny because one of my good friends, JT, he texts me, and, and, and he's having fun with this. He says, I think we just want to believe. I'll say to JT, Joshua Dobbs does not make yeah. No matter who you were going to go out and get, whether it was trading for somebody or, you know, Carson Wentz or Colt McCoy, Kirk Cousins was playing at such a level that anything is going to be a step down. Absolutely. Anything is going to be a step down. I, if, if, you know, I, we kind of heard Jameis Winston earlier on in the day. That was the name that I heard thrown around. I'm like, and I'm, I'm trying to talk myself into this, like, okay. I look at the Joshua Dobbs thing as you're looking for half a season of somebody that you don't feel will get rattled, mm-hmm. somebody that you don't feel will go out there and make those massive mistakes, somebody that can go out there and, and handle an offense. So I feel like that's why they made the move that Jaron Hall isn't there yet, but that's not to say that he can't get there, but where they're at now they feel like this was the move that they could do to keep themselves afloat. Yeah. Like, quite honestly, I'd rather see Jaron Hall at this point. That's just me. 651-461-9226 if you want to weigh in on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. But a guy that covers his team for the St. Paul Pioneer Press, Dane Bizzatani, will get his reaction, his thoughts on that move. And another one as they shipped out Ezra Cleveland to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We talk to him next year on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Happy Halloween to everybody out there listening to the Good Neighbor News Talk 830-WCCO. On Sunday, unfortunately, the season ended for Kirk Cousins. Put the uh, Minnesota Vikings in a really tough spot. A lot of us kind of wondered, questioned whether the the Vikings will make a move. And I quite honestly didn't think they would do anything. They did do something earlier today. Uh, Joshua Dobbs from the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he is the player that they traded for. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings took a six-round pick in the 2024 draft, traded that to the Arizona Cardinals for Dobbs, as well as a conditional seventh-round pick. And joining us now to discuss and give his reaction to today's news is Dane Mizzitani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press as he joins us here on the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline. So I'll start, Dane, with when you heard that this was going down and that Joshua Dobbs was going to be the player that the the Vikings were going to kick the tires on, what was your initial reaction? Uh, my initial reaction, I guess, was I guess it's good that they, they brought in a player with at least some game experience because this is a team that still feels like a lot of what they want to accomplish is still in front of them. Like I, no doubt about it, losing Kirk Cousins is devastating for this season, um, especially given how well he was playing. Um, but I think the Vikings front office and certainly head coach Kevin O'Connell almost wanted to show this group of players, like we still believe in you. We still believe we can do something this year. Um, can they win the Super Bowl with Josh Dobbs? I don't know. But I, I believe they can be more competitive with a guy who has, you know, 16 games of experience under his belt. This is nothing against Jaron Hall, but it, it, it would have been a lot to ask him to be the guy moving forward um, when the Vikings have a lot of parts of a team that's ready to win now. So it's just a guy who has some experience. It was a low-risk, low-cost move um, to bring in a guy who – has played the position before and has played it at a high level at times. From listening to KOC and everything that came out of uh, uh, TCO Performance Center earlier today, why Dobbs? Why was he the guy that they kind of leaned towards? I think a lot of it was just availability. Um, I, Kevin O'Connell talked to us yesterday and said you wouldn't believe some of the things he's had come across his phone in the 24 hours since Kirk Coven, Cousins popped his Achilles. And I really believe that the Vikings, Kwesi Adolfo Kevin O'Connell, everyone else in the, in the decision-making process, I think they unturned every stone, uh, made his, you know all the calls and figured out what works, what, what doesn't work, and, and they landed on Dobbs, I think, largely because he was available and he was someone that wasn't going to cost them a ton of draft capital down the road. We, we've talked about this competitive rebuild. How do you stay competitive now while also giving yourself options down the road? Um, they wanted to bring in somebody who could help them win now without sacrificing, say, a, 
a day one, day two pick um, in the process. So that, that ended up being Josh Dobbs. Um, and, and he has played a, a few games this year, you know, uh, on a talent list, Arizona Cardinals team at that. So I think he has some juice. Um, he can make some plays with his legs. Um, he's really, really smart. Um, I think you'll start to hear everyone talk about, he, I think he majored in aerospace engineering. So he's a rocket scientist, literally. Um, that should help him retain the playbook a little bit easier too. So I think it's just availability. And, you know, he was the guy that, that was open and the, and the Vikings pulled the trigger. Joshua Dobbs is somebody that I watched in college play at Tennessee. I watched mm-hmm. him go to Pittsburgh because that was a team that, uh, you know, I mean, Mike Tomlin, uh, they saw something in Joshua Dobbs. You mentioned extremely bright. That's been well documented. Uh, he's a guy that can use his legs a little bit, right? I- I'm concerned, though, just because he's not really an accurate passer um, and he's not the greatest of throwers. He's, he's okay. I'm not, he's, I'm not saying he's terrible. But I'm a little bit surprised that – that or I shouldn't say I was surprised by it, but are you surprised that maybe or maybe they even brought this up earlier today to, to you guys in the media uh, about kicking the tires on a veteran guy, somebody that maybe was out of the game, whether it was a Carson Wentz or maybe a Matt Ryan. And the only reason why I bring that up to you, uh, Dane, is because as much as I think that Joshua Dobbs has a little bit of something there, right? Like he's not he's not talentless, right? They 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 move they moved on a guy that um, people think has some upside. But I do think that a guy like a Matt Ryan, and I, I know he's at the end of it, his career is over, or a Carson Wentz, those guys from a talent perspective play, playing the quarterback position, I, in my opinion, are, are years ahead of Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, I think a lot of it probably has to do with just this guy is in football shape right now and, gotcha. and can come in and play, right? right? Like yeah. if it was a Carson Wentz, if it was a Matt Ryan, uh, you know, Philip Rivers, we could go down the list, right? Yeah, not having uh, to want to deal might, with the ramp up. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might take a little bit of time. And I think right now the Vikings feel like at, from starting at one and four, working their way, clawing their way back to four and four, uh, they don't have a lot of time to waste. And then, you know, Darren Hall is going to get the start this week, or that's the plan at least right now. Um, and if he plays really well, maybe they'll they'll give him some starts, you know, in the future. Um, but I think they brought in Josh Dobbs and said, hey, you're going to have this much time to learn the playbook, um, and you're in shape right now, ready to play in, in a week and a half. So yeah. uh, maybe maybe those guys, those older guys, um, have a little bit more you know, arm talent accuracy-wise, um, but Josh Dobbs is, is locked and loaded, ready to go, um, and been playing you know, in the NFL for, for two months now. So I think that matters. Yeah, we're talking to Dame Mizzitani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 W. CCO, another smaller move that was made that's kind of flying under the radar. Maybe a lot of fans don't really know about it, uh, but it should be noted and brought up is the fact that the Minnesota Vikings did move on from Ezra Cleveland. Uh, this was a guy that they that they took uh, a few years ago. Uh, a lot of people thought that he was going to be pr- a pretty significant addition to the offensive line. Uh, it never really truly like panned out for him. Not to say that he was uh, terrible here or just, just awful because he wasn't, but uh, but they moved him to the Jacksonville Jaguars for a sixth-round pick. Just your thoughts on, on Cleveland going to Jacksonville? Because it seemed like may- maybe they, they looked at Reiser and the stuff that was going on there and felt like they had a better mix without Des- uh, Ezra at Cleveland. Yeah, I think so. I think it, it, a lot of it comes down to Dalton Reisner and how he's looked over the past two weeks. And Kevin O'Connell basically said as much today um, that, that this was – an option or an opportunity the Vikings had 
because of how well Dalton Ryzen has played. Um, and he played well. His first start being against the San Francisco 49ers front, which we've talked about tons of talent, added more talent today with J.C. Young. Um, so it's just like watching him do that and then watching him parlay that performance into another solid performance at left guard against the Green Bay Packers. I think the Vikings felt like, well, we want to start this guy. We want to keep moving forward with them. And even though we, we appreciate all the things that Ezra has done, um, he is an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season. So it was a chance to get something mm-hmm. from a guy that you probably weren't bringing back anyway. So now the thing with that is Dalton Reisner is not under contract next year. So you're probably going to have to re-up with him or figure out another piece for left guard moving forward. Um, but I don't think they were bringing Ezra Cleveland back, so why not get a six-round pick for him? Hey, with, the, with Washington, they made a lot of moves today. Like, the, their defense, they, they moved on from some really good players. And you mentioned Chase Young. So let me ask you this, because he's a really good young football player. I know that he had the injury and, and hasn't gotten back to his rookie season form quite yet, but I think that he's getting there, right? Like, I think he's already got, like, five or six sacks on the season already this year. Mm-hmm. But my, my, my question is this. Seeing Young move to the Niners – do you think that the Vikings fielded any calls for Daniel Hunter? I'm sure they did, and I think it was. I think they probably were ready to to pull the trigger even two, three weeks ago. Um, but they were given that opportunity, or the front office gave them the opportunity to kind of dig themselves out of the hole. And it's just a bad look, in my opinion. I, I get it. Like you're trying to live in both worlds if you're Quasi right now, and set yourself up in the in the present and in the future, and if you don't think this team can win the Super Bowl, I'm sure it would have been pretty enticing to trade Daniel Hunter because if Chase Young gets you a third, uh, I think the Vikings could have gotten a second-round pick for Daniel Hunter given the fact that he leads the league in sacks right now with 10. Um, so, yeah, it would have been intriguing, and I'm sure they did field calls on that. But at the same time, it, it sends a pretty bad message to the, that group of 53 men in the locker room as well as your head coach that, hey, great job winning back-to-back-to-back games we're trading the best defensive player on the team. So I, I think it just became something that wasn't really an option when you look at the culture that this group is trying to build. Um, and for Vikings fans, like, enjoy Daniel Hunter while you got him because he's an unrestricted free agent. I think he's going to get a lot of money this offseason, and this might be it. So you got 10 more games with Daniel, and he's been special. Every year he's been healthy. Um, and, and you get him for 10 more games. So, um, overall, I think it was the right decision to keep him. Yeah. Hey, Dane, man, always a pleasure, and thank you so much for, for joining the show tonight. No problem. Anytime, Lake. All right, take care. That's Dane Mizzitani joining us on uh, on a day where there's plenty of reactions to the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings and what they did with getting and acquiring Joshua Dobbs and also moving out Ezra Cleveland. All right, we will get back to uh, some Vikings football and some other sports items a little bit later. But uh, coming up next, A teacher landed themselves in jail, but should his specific situation allow him to ever teach again? I'll give you what happened. We'll do that next year after weather on The Lake Show. Happy Halloween. But thanks for listening to the show. If you're out and about, you're trick-or-treating, or you're sending your kids to go get you some candy. I appreciate you listening to the Lake Show. Yeah, I mean, the kids become the gophers tonight. Let's be honest. A three O WCCO. I'm torn with this particular story that I'm going to get into because it involves a high, a junior high teacher that ended up getting a 14 day jail sentence, and I'm and I'm torn because 
what this teacher did was 100% wrong. Um, I think it's one of the – it sends a bad message to any student at the school that is attending that school. It sends a bad message to the uh, the rest of the staff that he works with. But I wonder if he should ever be able to teach again, Okay. Now, what this junior high teacher did, and his name is Paul Thomas Jacobs, 40. He was charged with a misdemeanor count of making a violent threat against the school after leaving a note on his desk saying that Hazel Park Junior High School would be blown up the next day. So this incident, uh, it forced the school into lockdown, and it sent the cops scrambling, according to WDIV-TV. Okay, this is in Michigan. He was hit with a 14-day jail sentence. Okay, 14-day jail sentence and two years probation. Jacobs, who had been teaching at the school for two years, was nabbed when security footage at the school showed him leaving the note on his desk. So this is what he did, guys. To get out of the school... Right, the school day. He did with. Remember back in the day, you you would have a, a classmate or somebody that would call and be like, uh, "Something's gonna blow up," or, or like some sort of threat. Yeah, we, uh, we, we we've all we've all heard about. Yeah, that. yeah, we, yeah. We've we, all had yeah those, we had the bomb threats, and, yes, and you knew we've all had those classmates. It, it was all just like it was all part. It it was a prank at the time. I never did that. No, I I didn't do it, but yeah. I mean, we, but, yeah, but, we know no, people that did. I know people that did that. Yeah. I, I know people that because oh, they weren't ready for the test. Right? They weren't ready for the test or they didn't want to go to school, whatever the case may be. So this is essentially what the teacher did, okay? Um, and he's going to do 14 days for it. Hazel Park School Superintendent Amy Krupp said at the time of the, uh, of the incident, kids are scared. Um, threats that continue to happen in schools are traumatizing for kids. I don't think you are ever numb to it. With this hoax... As many as 10 police sniffing dogs and more than a dozen officers arrived to the school. So this is my question, though, and I'd love to get a reaction at 651-461-9226. Well, it's, 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 I, I, I'll give you the question, and I'll give you the take first. The take is I don't think that this teacher should ever teach again in a school. I, I just no. don't, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that, that that should happen, Okay. Now, I know that there are some people out there that are like, well, you know, they probably worked their entire life, got their, uh, uh, you know, their, their, their degrees, Degree got certificate. their certificates and all that stuff, whatever. Uh, look, they made a mistake. It was a horrible mistake. Everybody makes mistakes, but he should be allowed to go back in the classroom. I don't feel that way. I think there's a couple of things with this specific situation, okay? And I'd love to get some reaction. I agree with anybody out there that says we all make mistakes because we all do, okay? Nobody's flawless. But when, with this particular situation, with this teacher intending to do what he did, knowing in the times that we're living in, they were going to have a reaction like that more more likely than not. That's just, that's kind of unforgivable. Number one. Number two. How can any school ever trust him? Like, it, it, when I say trust. One thing about dealing with people in education and really good educators, really good teachers, administrators, whatever, is you know what they do? 
they make good decisions. Mm-hmm. The decision making here is at an all time low. How 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 could you be a parent and your kid is in this gentleman's class and you trust that he's fighting tooth and nail and doing whatever he can to give your kid the best education that they can give your kid? I, I just think that he's lost everybody's respect. And I think that he's lost everybody's confidence. Why would a teacher be treated differently if, if this was somebody else that had called in this this terroristic threat? If it was a kid, what, would he be, okay, you're going to be suspended for two weeks and then you're going to come back? Oh, the, the, I don't think the kid would be expelled necessarily. You think, you think every kid that does this gets expelled from out of school? No. Okay. No. No, I, I don't. I, I look at it and, and I'm just – Number one, why would and you? Yes, do- I know it's the difference between an adult and a kid. I yeah, yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. But you're, yeah, you're an adult. You've been there for two years, mm-hmm. and you're forty. And you're so you've f- probably been teaching for longer you're than 40. that. What? What is the end game? Like, what is the goal to do this? Because you wanted to be done, dude. It's your job. Like you chose this profession. To do that is is it's appalling, frankly. And he should absolutely have his teacher's license revoked. Uh, he should. So no, no other school because 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 clearly no, he's no. no longer a member of this faculty staff. No, no, he no. should never be allowed to, to teach in any no. school. No, in Michigan, in the country. I mean, what do you think? I wouldn't hire him. Okay, that wasn't a question. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think he should. Not across the country. Across the country, like. This is a, this is a terroristic threat. Mm-hmm. Like this, is. this this is something that, that has got harmful intentions. We've yeah. got bomb sniffing dogs and twelve police officers. Yeah, like, like this this is not a game. This is not a joke. Like, no, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't hire him. And, I, and, and I beyond a no, kid doing should. it because it's wrong for kids to do it. If you're an adult and you do this, like that's the it's 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 far worse. You're you, are held, you, you are held to a certain standard. Yes, yeah, you, you were supposed to be an example for these kids. You're one of the leaders in the school. Yeah, you're supposed to set an example for these children. And the one thing I couldn't find in the story was, what's the main reason why he just, he had to get out? Seriously. I, I, like, did he have a hot date or something? I, I don't know, but it's like, man, you, out of all of the things you could do to get out of your work, I mean, you know, fake a cough or something like I, I don't know. This was just, this was a bad decision. And as an adult, you know better. Again, kids, I feel like a lot of kids do know better. But you've got kids that are going through their rebellious stage. You're a grown ass man at forty, hey, with a job and a mortgage. Hey, this teacher was totally that guy back in high school. He was one of those guys that <laughs> called in and was like, "Hey, uh, yeah." Someone's coming up to the school tomorrow. Totally that guy. Okay. See, I, th- I, thought, I, I thought you were thinking that he'd be like the Matthew McConaughey, you know. You know the good thing about high school girls, uh, get older, they stay the same age. You know, I figure you, that's kind of where you no, were, no, you were going. going there. Okay. This, at the end of the day, like, this guy needs to be as far away from education as possible. There needs to be – 
I mean, he's got to be treated like anybody else. So if he's just going to be suspended for 14 days, you know, whatever, like what, what is the, what is the punishment by the law? Like what is, what is the law allow him? It's a misdemeanor and he's doing the 14 days and probation. Dude, that's that's a, the law. That's, that's such a slap on the wrist. You want them to throw, throw him in a clink to throw away the key? Or what? I mean, what's your, it's, he's in jail for two weeks. Dude. What do you, I mean, what do you expect him to do? I mean, the, the fullest extent of the law is what I expect. I mean, come firing on. squad. I mean, what? what you, well, I'm not going like geez. firing squad. I mean, the way you make it seem guillotine firing squad, the whole nine, man. You know what you need to do is you need to go into his house and then just replace all the batteries and the smoke detectors So they go off at the most random times and he doesn't know which one it is. I feel like that's punishment. That's punishment. 763, text line. I wonder if a tenured teacher that gets let go due to mental health issues still receives a pension. Good question, because I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. I mean, how long do you – I don't even know, Henry. Like, how long do you have to be before you get tenure? Is it tenure – I don't even know, like, really how that works. Do you have to be there, like, a certain amount of time before you get tenure? I mean, that's – and in high school, I mean – yeah, was he a substitute? Was he a full time teacher? Like, I, I don't know. There's. Oh no, I think this gentleman was a. He, no, no, he had been there two years. Okay, so, okay. so he absolutely he was, was on a. Staff. He was a full time. Okay, yeah, he was yeah. a full timer. Yeah, he was. A, he was a full time. It's he was just. It's just such a bizarre story that a grown up, an adult in that situation, would think that that's a good idea, especially when you've got cameras. Like, yeah, stupid. What do you? I mean. I, I just don't understand why you would do that. It's such a ridiculous thing. Yep. Hey, coming up next, will United Airlines changes to their boarding process benefit everyone? We will get to that next here on The Lake Show. There's been a lot of changes here with the airline industry the last couple of years. Or I guess you could say the last year. In the last couple of months, the announced changes with Delta Airlines – and their rewards program. Well, now United Airlines is debuting new plans to let economy passengers with window seats board first. Okay, so they are they've got this new boarding policy, and it's getting mixed reviews from travelers. And I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense to me. I feel like at times we do things just for the sake of doing them, and we're just going to eventually just take people off. And screw, and screw people up and frustrate everybody, even including ourselves. But we won't never admit it. The airline's new boarding policy is called Wilma. I repeat, Wilma, W-I-L-M-A, which stands for Windows Middle Aisle. It's rolling out just ahead of the holiday travel months, with an aim, which is, I think that's terrible timing to roll this out. Terrible yeah. timing. The holiday. You got to do this when you're when you're down so you, you can work out the kinks. You, you do this at the end of winter as spring is starting. Yeah. I think that starting this now is not it's bad timing. All right, so they're going to start this one up. They're going to roll it out with an aim to speed up boarding efficiencies. So United is projecting that it will shed two minutes of boarding which will help the planes take off on time. Overall, the airline will be able to add a new flight to the schedule each day. So now that's the crux of what this is about. 
it's not necessarily about just the two minutes of shit, two minutes off a flight. Because I don't think that the average passenger cares about the two minutes no. off the flight. You don't even notice the two minutes. It's about adding a new flight. Yeah. To that, their schedule. That's the one thing that when, when you hit that, I'm that's like, okay. That's the moneymaker. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're adding that one more flight. Two, how many people are going to notice two minutes in a day, especially when all of that, yeah. But this is the deal, and this is where I just don't understand. It says some passengers are airing their grievances about the new plans. It's an inconvenience for people that might be paying more and still have to wait longer to board to seat window passengers first. And that's the issue that I have with this. Why in the world would anybody that wants to – and I'm just throwing out names, descriptions. I'm not a regular flyer on um, United, but I'm just looking through the terms of like – of of like Delta, okay. you got first class, you've got Comfort Plus, you've got you know main, and you've got like the the, the basic economy. Like whatever, your coach, right? yeah. It, if a person's paying more for a seat to be in a certain section, what I'd be ticked off if I'm that person and the person gets on that that just because they got a window seat, why? I, I, yeah, I feel like if you're flying and you're paying for these perks and you're you're working for, you know, for these, you know, special accommodations, then why are you changing? I, I always figure that it doesn't matter how much, you know, doesn't matter where these, whoever's paying the most is the one that's, that is going to get the most perks, that is going to get yes, the most. Yes, that's just how it is. And, and that's always been the way that it's yep. been. So I, I, I don't I, get that. I don't know. I, I, this seems like it's just a. It seems like it's just a headache waiting to happen. Leona Marlene, she stated, as a window person, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. But I could see aisle people being a little bit bothered by this. Now, do I understand what maybe they're trying to do with the concept? What they're trying to do is they know that if you get the people that are at the window, Mm-hmm. The window seats. If you get them on and in place, then you don't have to have all the back and forth of okay. When the person shows up, if they show up a little bit later, you got to get, up, gotta you get, gotta get up. Got to yeah. get up out the aisle. They got to store their you know their bag and all. I totally get all that. But serious, people are going to do that anyway. <laughs> like you're going. This ha- is not going to work. It's no. not going to work. You have so many people that are just they're already going to things are going to happen the way that they're going to happen. Like you got people that are going to get up, get into bat, you know, get into the overhead compartment. Like, so to me, yeah, this is this is a much ado about nothing. I, I just I don't think it's going to work. I think it's going to it's the effect that they're trying to get to what they want to accomplish and achieve. I don't think it's going to happen. I, it's, I don't. It's a good idea, but it's going to be horribly executed. Yeah, as they say. Hey, coming up next. We got some news, and it's totally caught me off guard earlier today. Twins voice, Dick Brimmer, television announcer, stepping down from broadcasting. He's going to take a different role with the Minnesota Twins. 40 years in that role. Your thoughts, favorite moments, and who are those other broadcasters that you finally think of in all these years of Minnesota sports? We do that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.